guys, it's Rami. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Score North Live. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North mobile app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you only have time to listen to one segment from today's show, here it is right now. Carl Anthony Towns spoke to the athletic or to the undefeated, excuse me, and uh, had this to say. I don't, I don't know if this is Carl Anthony Towns guaranteeing playoffs or not. Okay. You guys tell me. And you feel free to ch- chime in at 651-646-8255 or tweet us at SKOR North. This is what Carl Anthony Towns told the undefeated. Yes, Judd, I look over there like there's <laughs> I heard you talk about it yesterday, <laughs> and then I saw you doing it, so I pointed at the number and to help he, you out. He tried to look at me while he was <laughs> yeah. giving it out to prove that he doesn't need to do that. I don't need to look at the numbers. I look over you know there what? as though I'm looking you would at be the listener. a horse bleep quarterback. Because <laughs> you don't look anything off. Like, you stare at your primary receiver, Kirk. <laughs> Rami, hot, 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 staring at the primary receiver. I was always told that radio should be looked at as developing relationships with the listeners and like you're talking to one person sitting in their car. So I look over there like I'm staring at a whiteboard. At the white person sitting in the car. Anyways, this is what Carl Anthony Towns had to say. Everyone always sleeps on people in Minnesota because they don't hear our name a lot. Towns told uh, the undefeated, that's fine, that's cool, we are going to come from the underground and just find ourselves in the playoffs if we continue to do what we're doing, it's fine, keep sleeping on us. Kendrick Perkins heard that and said, don't mind if I do. (laughs) Call Anthony Towns, guess what? I'm sleeping, and I'm sleeping with the AC on 60 and the box fan (laughs) blowing in my face, because guess what? I don't believe you. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That was a nice comeback, <laughs> wasn't it? Not mince words. By the way, that is the best way to sleep. Thermostat at 60, fan oh, in your face. Totally with you. Oh, so Kendrick good. Perkins would love Minnesota. We have great sleeping weather here. <laughs> oh, we, we have terrific sleeping weather. You know what? Level sleeping weather. <laughs> love it. Even in the winter, I'll crack a window, turn the ceiling fan yeah, on. I mean, until it's like negative 57. Yeah, no, it wasn't negative. My wife does that. She'll, I don't it's like great. that. great. Just some I, fresh, crack a crisp air. When it's really cold out? Until it gets below like 20. Yeah, yeah just much. some nice crisp air. Did he guarantee playoffs? Danny? He said, I don't think he guaranteed playoffs. I think he guaranteed. He didn't say we might. He said we are going to come from the underground and just find ourselves in the playoffs if we continue to do what we're doing. I think he guaranteed them to be better than a lot of people think they'll be, but I don't think that he... For me to say someone guaranteed playoffs, I need him to actually say, I guarantee, I guarantee we'll we're be going in the to the playoffs. playoffs. Yes. He needs to use the word guarantee. Yes. He or needs, promise. Yes. Something along the lines things. of guarantee. Yes. I think that for it to constitute as a playoff guarantee, that needs to be said. And he didn't say that. Um, I think that he has high expectations for his team, which as a team leader, he should. But I also understand why Kendrick Perkins is sleeping on them. <laughs> and I don't blame Kendrick Perkins for taking a nap. With the fan, with the and the fan. thermostat set at sixty. So you're you're not going to put him in the in the corner or in the box of guaranteeing playoffs. I, no, and I I think it would be. And you're okay if people do sleep on them. You think people should probably go ahead and take a nap? All right. Well, let's look at the playoff picture. So that's what I was just pulling of up the uh, of the eight teams that made the playoffs in the Western Conference last year. You have Golden State, Denver, Portland, Houston, Utah, OKC, San Antonio, the Clippers. So Who, okay, who's so, missing there? Okay, so he will probably drop out. Okay, and the Lakers are getting in. And the Lakers are getting in. So you're at eight right now. Who else is missing? Spurs might drop out. And then I, there, I, there are I there are plenty. I'm not, I'm not saying do. the Spurs are missing the playoffs until the year after they miss the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> or Greg Popovich is not the coach. That's probably fair. That's, probably That's my fair. philosophy with the Spurs. So they're still penciled in for me. The Clippers are only going to be better. The Clippers are going to be a top you three think, seed. Even teams that aren't 
in that weren't in the playoffs last year. The Kings are a young team that you got to believe. I like get the, I like the Kings better than I like Minnesota right now. The Grizzlies are probably going to get a little. I bit like better. Minnesota better than I like Memphis. No, Memphis is going to have who's, a worse record this who's year. Who's trying year. to lose? Who's worse than the Wolves in your mind, Danny, in the Western Conference right now? Uh, Memphis and Phoenix. That's it. Yes. Dallas okay. should take a big step. Dallas, think? I think, will be still on the outside of the playoffs, but I think they take a big step. I want, they win 40 games. I want that kid in as quickly as possible. My guy. Luca. Yes. I He's want Luca really in. Good. I want him in badly. He's really, really good. I want to yeah. see him play I think he'll in be the playoffs. In ne- I don't care year. about the Wolves one bit there. I want Dallas in. I think next year they're a playoff I'm team. a fan of that kid. But Boy, he'll, he'll be in the 2021 playoffs. play a lot. I'll be he honest. Amazing. He's, He's got a lot of average play basketball. They came to Target Center last year. I saw him play live, and I was just, my jaw dropped. Everybody who He's does amazing. watch him, even He's, somewhat consistently, is go highly to impressed. Game. Go to the game this year, or games, that they're here. You've got to go and watch him play. I will. It's knocked my socks off. Really? I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, it was great. It was fantastic. And I am certainly not what I would consider Mr. Basketball, but I watched that kid play, and I thought, this is a generational talent. But you are Dr. Football. Well, yeah, yeah, I can solve. Yeah, I don't. I never go outside the boxes of Zolgad, so I know I know where my role in life ends, but where it begins, man, I'm all in on fixing things. So you're not Mr. Basketball. Yep. You are Doctor Football. I'm Doctor Football. What are you when it comes to baseball? Sports dad. Sports. <laughs> Sports dad, right? I, I can help I out there. Sports dad went across the spectrum. Well, I thought d- that covered it. It does. It okay. does. It does. But I can help. That's more of a Minnesota thing. Yeah. Okay. Than a sport thing. So, Judd, more- which which one is, as far as sports dad and doctor football, sure. which one is Clark Kent versus Superman? Oh, Clark Kent is one thousand percent sports dad. Yeah. <laughs> and doctor football is Kevin Stavansky. Call me up, and I'll tell you what not to do. <laughs> I don't even have to tell you what to do because a sports dad, I trust that I trust that you can find the right place. But I will keep your hand as far away from the burner as possible. But this kid in Dallas, I'm not kidding, is great. Luca's fantastic. Um, yeah. So give, give me the cat quote again, quickly, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, one second. <laughs> Let me get to that window. He says, "Everyone always sleeps on people in Minnesota because they don't hear our name a lot. That's fine. That's cool." We are going to come from the underground and just find ourselves in the playoffs. If we continue what we're doing, it's fine. Keep sleeping on us. Sounds like a guarantee to me, but I will say this in Cat's defense. What else is Cat going to say? Like, you're not going to be like, yeah, we're going to win 29 games this year. So I never blame the player there. I like what they're doing, but as we talked about on Cluster Fund before Vetline started, Danny, I also think it's really intriguing of what they're doing is they are basically... Entering 2019-20, uh, a, a Ivy League type of philosophy. Like they're, like, they're doing highbrow stuff now, which is great. But they've got, what, two guys who can effectively do that? So I think they're going to be terrible. But I also think that they're going to play a style where, where we all say, when the pieces to the puzzle across the board get to be right, this is the right style to play. Well, when you look at how their contracts are all situated, they have so many guys on short-term deals. It's not crazy to think that maybe you've got three or four guys on this roster that are around in two years. Right. Like, when this team gets good, it's going to look different than it looks now. That's why I said last week to you and Manny when we were talking about the Wolves that I don't I don't, I don't, don't even care how many games they win. It's probably a good thing if they lose a bunch of games when you talk about the long-term development of this team. The only way them making the playoffs or being on the fringe of the playoff picture is a good thing this year is if Andrew Wiggins takes a huge leap as a that's, player. That's their best-case scenario. That's the only way that that being in or close to the playoff picture this year is a good thing, where you're looking at this and going, 
man, Wiggy took a huge step this year. You got Towns. We got at least our one, two, or maybe one, three of a, of a, of a three, uh, you know, of a, a big three. That's the only way that it's a good thing. If Andrew Wiggins is just a little bit better and Robert Covington is healthy and a Kogi takes the next step, but like just incremental improvement across the board from these, these guys who we know are going to be here in part of this, or we hope are going to be here in part of this in two or three years. If you only see inc- incremental improvement from them and yet somehow they manage to stay in or around the playoff picture, that's worst case scenario for the Wolves, if you ask me. I think the other best case scenario for them to be competitive is if Jarrett Culver just blows people away. Which yeah. he looks like he belongs in the NBA right now. I don't think he's going to look like he's going to blow anyone away right now. But he looks like a legitimate NBA player, which is a really good thing through four preseason games. I'm not I'm withholding judgment for a long time on him, but he looks the part so far. And if you look at the the eight teams in the playoffs that figure to make the playoffs, <laughs> they all have two guys that are either perennial all stars now or at least most recently have been perennial all stars. And, and the Wolves, the Wolves don't have that right. They have one guy that's been an all star. I think the best way to look at the Western Conference right now is is to put it in tiers. You've got a. I think that there is a tier of. I can say comfortably say five teams that are locked to make the playoffs. I think both LA teams are locked to make the playoffs. I think Houston's a lock to make the playoffs. Utah and Denver. Those are the teams that are locks to make the playoffs. After that, you've got another tier of teams that are playoff hopefuls. Go on. Question of, of that point, too. When it comes to the uh, potential progress of the Wolves, what is the very fine line between Gerson... Um, feeling and internally the organization feeling that Andrew is developing and saying we've stumbled onto something here that we didn't know about but he's really going to be good now and the other side of that line being okay we've jacked him up enough to make him him look good enough to try and trade him what what do you think the philosophy is there and where does that line exist because if we're dealing with smart people they're not going to be fooled by something that they think is we've maximized him, but this is it. And ultimately it's not enough, but it's enough to trade him to a team that thinks that, oh man, we'll completely unlock him. If the right deal comes along for them, they'll do it. I don't think it it does not matter if they think that they've maximized him or if they think that they're fooling somebody. If someone wants to give them something for Andrew Wiggins and it's worth their time, they're going to listen. There, there's not going to be a trade Right now, that doesn't involve Carl Anthony Towns. I don't think that Gerson Rosas won't listen to. I'm not saying that he's going to be receptive to everything because why would you be if you're the president of any organization? Mm-hmm. You need to negotiate what's best for your team. But I think with with his mindset, he's going to listen to anything and everything. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's the base. That's the the center of of Gerson Rosas's philosophy. I think is that always look for ways to improve. And don't rule anything out, whether it's trading up, trading a guy that you have, trading for another guy, like we saw him do in the offseason. I think he's on a constant quest, and especially with where the Wolves were at when he took them, to find a way to improve. I think he'd listen to any trade offer for for <coughs> almost anybody on this roster, except maybe Carl Anthony Towns. And I yeah. say maybe. I think he'd take that phone call oh, you're if still on that? and asked about Carl Anthony Towns. Boy, I don't think I'd take the phone call. I don't but... think you'd take the phone call with five years left on a deal of a top 12 player. I would listen. I'm all listening. There's a reason you're not a GM. What would you have to... Okay, what would... Let's play this down the road then, Rami. What would you have to hear? So if you took the phone call, uh huh, and it's from Take Your Pick of the Team, what would you have to hear to make you say, I'm really intrigued? 
Because for me, I wouldn't take that phone call. That's the one phone call I wouldn't take. I think he's a generational talent. A young, budding superstar that's already on a roster somewhere? Okay. One, maybe two first-round picks. No, I think I, you need more than that. That's the that's the center of the deal. I didn't take the call, so I can't comment. I... <laughs> You would fail as a GM. I think that if you're trading, <laughs> Carl, if you're trading Carl Anthony Towns with five years left on his contract, you need to get two all stars. The length of the contract. You has need to, to get be. two all stars that are both younger than Towns, which is hard to find. I was going to say who's going to make that call. First. Exactly. Who's calling that, you? That's where I'm going, Judd. Yeah. And you need to get every first round pick that's at their disposal. Like how many? Four. Like Five? four, if they have a so the most that they can trade is four because of the Ted Stepien rule. Rule you can trade four first round picks in a seven year span. You need all four of those in that seven year span and any other first round picks that they have accumulated like said, from other teams. The only reason that I'd listen to a deal like that is if I'm Garrison Rosas. I've said this a, a hundred times, but I just want to make it clear for anybody who's listening to this discussion for the first time. If I'm Garrison Rosas and I sit down and I look at the roster that I have. At my fingertips right now, and the assets that I have at my fingertips in the near future. And if everything adds up to we're not going to be relevant before Carl Anthony Towns, either his contract expires or he just wants out of Minnesota, then I don't see the point in running in place with Carl Anthony Towns because he's a really good basketball I player. Think you, I think you have to give yourself a chance to become relevant with Carl Anthony Towns yes. before you make that decision. A- but if you just don't see any path to relevance because of because of the limitations that you have and what you can put around Carl Anthony Towns, then what? Then you're 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 spinning your wheels. You're not going yeah, anywhere. But you but, just have a guy who's fun to watch. But Gerson Rosas just got here. Like he's got to figure out what he has before he even ponders moving Carl Anthony Towns, and that's gonna be that's gonna take at least a couple of years, I think, before he can even figure out. Okay, can we? When and can we make this team a contender with this guy at the forefront of it? It's the pieces of the puzzle, too, right? Whenever, whenever yeah. it is that you come to that conclusion, if you're much smarter than me and you're Garrison Rosas, whenever it is that you come to that conclusion, there's no point in spinning your wheels because people are going to be sad you traded your best player. The only way that I consider tra- trading him is the day that he comes to me and says, I can't do this. Then his stock drop plummets. No, because that's, now people I'm still not, know he wants out. I still can't do it before that, though. I've got to give this a chance to work because I like where they're going. I like the style, but you've got puzzle pieces right now. If you're building a whole puzzle, you've got what, Danny? Two pieces to fit, potentially, and one we, centerpiece one for sure, and one really good piece. We, you have a centerpiece, which is more than a lot of teams have. But if I can fill in now over the next what two years, mm-hmm. fill in that puzzle, and I'm not even saying make the puzzle a perfect puzzle, but let's say it starts to fit. Yeah. I can be competitive, mm-hmm. and I've got a generationally great player, and those guys don't come around in sports. Yeah, exactly. And, and what if Jared Culver becomes an all-star in a couple of years? Then you have Cat, and you have if a that's... young a young all-star. I mean, but but that's but that's kind of my point, though, is that you can't think about trading Carl Anthony Towns right now because you have to see what Jared Culver turns into, and if those two become a a duo that you can win with. You don't want to trade Carl Anthony Towns before you find that out. Again, that's a possibility that if Garrison Rosas looks at as a realistic possibility, I wouldn't pull that plug. I'm saying if I'm Garrison Rosas I get your point, and yeah. I don't see any route to relevance before Carl Anthony Towns is out of here or just wants out of here, I'm not going to sit here and spin my wheels because we have a fun player to watch. Not that with, doesn't make sense with to me. five years left on that deal. You, that just makes him more valuable. 
No, he has the same value with five years left on his deal as he does three or two. Then why that did you bring up, why did you bring up the length of the contract when you were talking because about the why price would, you'd because ask? Because you're not going to get more than that. You're not going to get more at five than you're going to get at three. You're not going to get a bigger return with five years left than you are at three or two years left. I don't know. If it's it's not until that point where the return starts to go down because the clock is really ticking. It's not until then. I don't know. If I'm a team, I'd rather have him for five. Sure, you'd rather him have him for five, but you're not going to be, because the price of trading Carl Anthony Towns with three years left on his deal, if you're the Wolves, the price should be the same as five. It should not change. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to, I'd, again, I'd have to think about it. I, I don't understand if, why you're so open to trading who is probably the most talented player in Wolves history. With I'm five only, years left I'm on his contract, only open because to, things don't look great right now. I'm only open to it if I'm Garrison Rosas, and in my, in, I'm I'm sitting here at in Score North Studios. I'm a not as smart as Garrison Rosas. Don't, right. not don't even sell close. yourself short. Don't sell yourself short. Not even close. No, I will. And B don't have the the information that he has as his finger to at his fingertips, which I'm sure the first thing you do when you get a job like this is do an autopsy of the organization and try and figure out paths to to fixing what's wrong and getting the team to where you want to get it. If I sat down with his brain and the information that he has mm-hmm. and saw no route to relevance, that's the only scenario in which I'm saying this is possible. You guys are talking about a lot of different routes to relevance. I don't know how likely Garrison Rosas thinks those are. If he thinks they are possibilities, no, don't do it. If he doesn't think any of these are realistic possibilities, trade him. Gerson Rosas would not have taken this job if he didn't think that there were multiple routes to relevance. It's going to take time. It's You're not going to be relevant this year no matter what you do. But that route might be eventually trading Carl Anthony Towns. But I think you're not there you, yet, you don't take You don't take this job if that's what you think the route is. But you build around That's your centerpiece. That's your. If I'm, if I'm Gerson right now, I'm obsessed with one thing. That is Wiggins and deciding on him. And if I sort of think I can make him better, but I can build up his his value to potentially move him and convince a dumb team, oh boy, oh boy, we're unlocking him. And if you get him, I don't know what he's going to do. And I can turn that into pieces that I could put around towns that aren't necessarily superstars, but are are good pieces. That's my obsession right now. Yeah, I'm totally obsessed with him because he's the guy that... I can fool teams with potentially and get a return that doesn't make me great, but gets Cat more pieces. I want to feed Cat as many pieces as I can as quickly as possible. That's my I would, see, I would I be hesitant on the, I'm just obsessed with that. I would be hesitant on the as quickly as possible thing because that's how you end up in the situ, the situation that New Orleans did with Anthony Davis. They got Anthony Davis to sign to that that contract commitment that he signed to. And then they immediately just tried to flip a switch and become a playoff team like that when they weren't ready. So that in doing that, they handcuffed themselves later on. And that's why they found themselves ultimately in the position that they found themselves in having to trade him this past summer. You had you. It, this isn't a slow play, but you can't cheat the the process. You can't speed things up here too can't much, or corners. you're going to find yourselves in a terrible position five years I from agree. now. Which I is agree. really funny because Tom Thibodeau took this took this job three years ago and said that you couldn't cut corners, and then he tried to cut corners. But I've got one got him fired. But I've got one player that that I can work as quickly as possible to potentially build up a a value that's not real that a team might bite on. Sure. That's what I'm obsessed with. Sure, that's fine, my, but I don't think the upset, and that's that can be the obsession. I don't think the obsession should be we have to be in the playoffs as soon as. Oh we no, can no, 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 no! That's I, what I'm saying. I'm saying, can I turn 22 into into valuable pieces 
because I know that ultimately he's going to go back to being uninspired. You know, that's the thing about this. How many times do we talk about he's turned a corner and now it looks like he cares? My contention is three times a year. My contention is he's not going to care. But can I convince you if you are the Grizzlies or whatever, whomever you are, can I convince you he really does care now? And you're like, oh, you know, I think you're right, Gerson. Gerson, I'd love to have him. Okay, bang. I just robbed you. You might be able to at some point. You might be able to. It's going to depend on how he looks this year. Yeah, which is my point of I think it's going to, going to be intriguing if the Wolves are convinced it's real or if they say privately it ain't real, move him. Even if they think it's real, I wouldn't be shocked if they moved him. It's interesting. Yeah, I'd, I'd be open to that. Even if you start to unlock Andrew Wiggins, I'd be open sure. to trading him. Absolutely. Okay. Much yeah. more open to that than Carl Anthony Towns. And just to be clear, again, so you don't flood my inbox or my mentions, I don't want to trade Carl Anthony I'm tweeting you right now. Thanks, Judd. Appreciate it.